0: With the potential of Miles Garrett being down this week, we examine the ads and additions to the defensive room for the Cleveland Browns. Also, a lot of injuries on the linebacker side. Uh, who steps in, who fills in at linebacker? As you're missing JOK and Anthony Walker, potentially, uh, we will talk to you about who fills in there, and then we'll get us to the offensive side of the football. Hey, you know, Amari uh, Cooper is doing his thing. David and is doing his thing. Does that open up some other opportunities for other receivers and people getting the ball in the football? And we'll talk about it all coming up next on the locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the locked on podcast network. Your team every day.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, your host, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on YouTube, of course, the barbershop. Saturday mornings, 92.3, the fan, pregame, postgame coverage for the Buckeyes, for your Cleveland Brownies, at G Bush 91 Mr. Garrett Bush. Today's episode of Locked on Browns is brought to you by the fine folks over at LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. Well, we have the official now on Miles Garrett, and um, I, I just want to say uh, before that news dropped, um, we had the news. Uh, Mr. Garrett Bush had the news about three hours before the rest of the media knew it. Um, but where <laughs> we're at, but look where we're at, and you know a lot of the stuff we get, you know, comes you know with confidentiality, and when you're doing these type of things, you know, you don't want to betray the trust people have given you. So mm-hmm. you don't. This is a number one, this is how you build a brand. A number two, this is how you you know you build trust within people who are willing to talk to you. Um, so even as we recorded yesterday, we knew where it was at. We did our best, obviously, you know, to cover our bases and how we spoke about it. Certainly didn't want to spill any beans. But again, most importantly of everything is Miles Garrett is okay. Miles Garrett's friend is okay in what could have been a crazy, crazy incident. Um, the Browns signed Curtis Weaver back to the practice squad. The way the Browns roster is currently constructed, if Jadavian Clowney and J- um, Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett cannot go Sunday, the Browns currently have three defensive ends on the roster. You got two rookies and you got Quincy Rochelle. So, you know, with the three of them, A number one, keep in mind. The stamina of these three players, uh, not sure if any of these guys are ready to go out there and give you 50 to 60 snaps. None of these guys have been playing at that rate to this point. Uh, Certainly would be an opportunity for them to get gas there. Curtis Weaver, he knows the playbook. He knows the system. So for Curtis Weaver, if they absolutely have to bring somebody up he's ready to go. He knows the playbook. So a smooth transition there. Um, again, you can't expect any one of these guys to go in there and perform like Myle Garrett or Jadavian Clowney do. Uh, but an advantageous situation for the Browns that they were able to find a free agent, you know, who currently unemployed, who knows their system. So, I mean, that's it's a coup for them. Um, the tricky part here, and look, you know, with Miles, and I would say the injuries probably were mostly sustained probably from wearing a seatbelt because, I mean, when you get into a situation like that, I mean, the seatbelt prevents one thing, you know, your body not moving around and, you know, causing any further damage that can possibly happen. Um, so it wouldn't be crazy to say, you know, you know, a, a guy went out there with a little bit of a strain in his bicep or a little bit of a shoulder sprain and went out there and played. It wouldn't be too absurd to think that. Um, but, you know, the Browns and we've talked have always kind of been cautious here. Under the Barry and Stefanski regime, as far as putting players out there um, and trying not to put them out there uh, and put them in a greater risk for further injury or more significant injury, Baker Mayfield notwithstanding, of course. <laughs> um, so it you know it's going to be interesting. And look, could this team beat the Atlanta Falcons without Shedavi Clowney and without Miles Garrett? I'd say it's certainly possible. I think the offensive matchups are favorable, and we'll get to the offense a little bit more here. Um, you know, in the third segment. Um, but the Browns, are, you know, have some issues here right now. You only have five linebackers on the roster and one of them, Jeremiah, who is injured. We're going to get to a little bit more on the linebacker side of the ball here. Um, look, it's going to behoove the Browns if they can get at least one of Clowney or Garrett on the field for Sunday. Uh, again, we'll see the way the week plays out. And, you know, the other thing with miles is, yeah, those are the injuries that, you know, they diagnosed while he was at the hospital, but you, know, where is he? Just as far as you know, normal aches and pains that you're gonna have from a car accident. It's a couple of days, um, but you know, all, everything's positive. Um, you know, if he's, if you all, you know, heard the word, you know, like we all did around four o'clock on Monday, Miles Garrett was in a pretty good car accident. Oh, he's only gonna miss one game. I think everybody say, whew, you know, do a sigh of relief. So I don't think you know. Now that we know exactly what is up with him as far as the injuries, um, I, it doesn't. Necessarily change anything. Um, the Browns, look, it got a lot of money invested in Miles Garrett. They know how important Miles Garrett is. Um, and if they think they can sit him for one week, and within that one week, he can get as close back to 100%. Um, you know, and that. It was the best thing for them going further, uh, further, which will be the final. You know, thirteen games at a regular season, you got to be cautious with this. Uh, but again, you know where we're at now, up until Sunday. You know, a lot of time to go here, um, so we'll see how it trends here. But you know, Browns looking like either way, most likely gonna be a little bit light on the defensive side of the ball Sunday.
0: Yeah, um, you know, so we we kind of are privy to, to their information a little bit, but you know that that's the thing about doing in this business. It's kind of it's a little difficult um sometimes you you need to know like okay do i say but something hey like, we're not
1: beat reporters we don't get I, paid
0: to be first we don't have to be first right i could be like oh I, <laughs> yeah this is this is how we doing it this is how, what's going on yeah I, and trust us like we're not beat reporters we're not trying to break news so um but that's just you know what it is man out there and and, and you know um i guess that gives some sort of credence that when you say locked on browns we really locked in we really locked in to what's going on in the pulse of the cleveland browns but in terms of what's going on on the field you got to look at it like this you got two rookies um you got guys who are inexperienced all three of them are pretty inexperienced and i like the fact that you brought up one thing conditioning when you go i play defensive line it's a difference between playing and i've been a reserve and i've been a starter when you are a starter you have a level of endurance that you've built up over time because you're playing every every day. You're playing every practice. You're getting the majority of the reps in practice, the majority of the reps in in the game. But when you're a reserve, you just come in and spot shadow on people. You you coming in maybe one or two series if they go three and out, you on the sideline. If they, one or two series, and you could always tell when somebody's a reserve cuz they're gassed, especially on long drives. If, Seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve plays. you gassed up there. So when you look at it, those guys are going to need some help. The Browns have to bring some other people in there. And I think it's very imperative that you look at it from a a standpoint of how do I want to call my defense? Because here's the thing: rushing one on one is hard as hell too. <laughs> when when they say we're gonna rush four and we're gonna play coverage in the back, that's tough because now. Ain't no ain't no help. You you up there is four against five, and you counting on your pass rush ability to get home. And and I don't I don't foresee that happening with guys who who have not played, who have who have not been in action form. So I, I think they're gonna have to mix it up. I think they're gonna have to bring some some different blitzes. I think they're gonna have to be very creative in what they do up front. And I, I expect Miles Garrett, like you said, ain't playing this game. Um, you you just for the simple fact of, hey, you're banged up, you 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 you're, you're kind of out of sorts. You're just trying to get your bearings back. You haven't practiced all week. What good? To, no, I, if it was me and the organization and the Browns have been traditionally, um, besides the old Baker Mainfield thing, they've been traditionally on the side of saying, sit down, let's chill out. And I think they even learned from the Baker situation. Hey, let's chill. Maybe we, he needs a little bit of time. Let's save him from himself. Because Miles Garrett, being who he is, he definitely want to come out here and play. He'll he, Listen, he probably told him after the car accident, hey, I'm playing on, on Sunday, we need to get to 3-1. and one. That's When he get to the hospital, idea. bring the film. <laughs> hey, hey but wrap me up and I'm going to practice tomorrow. Nah, big fella, you good. You good. Just sit it out. And that, this game is going to be very interesting because you're going to be out without so many people, including some of your linebackers. We'll talk about that coming up. But this just goes to show you, it's another opportunity for the coaching staff to, to help the team out. Sometimes it's the quarterback that wins you the game. Sometimes it's defense. Sometimes it's Chubb. Sometimes it's a passing game. This is one of the games where Coach Stefanski and Coach Woods are going to be very responsible for a win if the Browns do get one.
1: Yeah, look, you want to be taken seriously. You know, it's the Atlanta Falcons. They're a franchise right now that's kind of stuck in neutral. Um, You know, there's some young talent there. But again, if you don't know who your quarterback of the future is, you certainly have your questions there. Um, You know, and you you can even say, oh, well, you know, maybe, you know, you know, we dress Miles. We give him 10 to 15 reps. What happens if somebody gets hurt? And then you're trying to put him on the field more. The other thing is is I mean this is a nasty league. You say that you know you put Miles out there knowing you know one arm the shoulders weak, the biceps weak, you know, you want guys all over him triggering him and then this is something that you know basically Miles is going to play through for the entire season. Um it's a really really tough call. Uh Browns certainly have, you know, a lot of time to figure this one out. Um but I you know in a perfect world I think the Cleveland Browns and heck I mean if I'm the Browns, I'm not even taking them on the plane. Because I don't want to hear it on the plane ride. I don't want nope. to hear it in the stadium. I don't want to hear it at Bra. I can go. 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 And it's a hard line, and you absolutely love it. You appreciate everything about it, but you know you don't need to. You know, for, you know, you know, you know, risk Miles Garrett any further. If we find out, you know, on Wednesday or Thursday that Jadavian Clowney's even participating in practice, which puts him on a trend to play. Hey, Miles. You know what? Go do the graveyard in your front yard. Get your front yard decorated for Halloween because you're going to be in Cleveland this weekend. We're all going to be down in Atlanta. That certainly found the Browns the way I'm going to play it here. Um, we got to get to the linebacker position. Uh, we got to see obviously a couple guys play Thursday night. Um, we're going to see the way that shakes out for them this weekend. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, the latest locked on Browns. As you gear up for fall. You need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Look, you know, every now and then you're all tired of your job. You know, you think you're in a bad spot. LinkedIn, just go create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple. Hiring frames to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simples like screening questions make it easy to on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and possibly hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers Visit LinkedIn. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may apply.
0: Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Jeff Lloyd, G Bush in the building. Make sure you follow us at G Bush91 at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on Twitter. We um, definitely talked about the linebacker room. No, excuse me. We're going to get to the linebacker room. We talked about the D-line. Uh linebackers, we're we're banged up up there too. Um JOK who's graded out as probably one of the better linebackers in the league so far has a growing injury. His is uh his condition has not been updated yet. We don't know if he's going to be able to go. We also look at uh Anthony Walker who is on uh done for the season um with with that quad injury. And so now you have uh Phillips, Taki Taki, um, and, and you know, Fields. Um, and Fields was the guy who came in last week. Uh, spot spot work, did a couple of nice things, but once again, that's different from taking the majority of the snaps. So when you look at this, Jeff, the linebacker position, um, I, I believe they're solid with Phillips. I think they're solid um with Taki Taki. I think this week. They should experiment, and this is this is an experiment. I'd experiment with um with Rodney Harrison or Rodney Harrison and linebacker. I've always felt like maybe that that's something the Browns should try. Um, you know, especially on passing downs. If you got passing downs and you got Rodney Harrison as one of your linebackers, that means he's you got almost a safety, um, being there. So as far as coverage, you should be better in coverage with Ronnie Harrison and playing nickel, So that would essentially mean, and we heard about this a whole lot. Remember we we heard with Joe Woods, the three safety look. We haven't seen that. (laughs) We have not seen that come to fruition. Maybe this is the week you might get a chance to see that because you're down at linebacker. You're gonna play a little more nickel, play a little more dime, so to speak. So I, I think this is a good opportunity you might see a lot more of Ronnie Harrison or Richard LeCount in this defense. Your thoughts? Well, I mean,
1: I, I, I I'm totally with you on this because the one thing you're going to think of is, you know, look, we know what Sione Takitaki can do, um, but it's coming when it gets down to obvious passing situations. You know, Sione Takitaki is not a factor. You think about the fact that Atlanta has a tight end with the athleticism, of Kyle Pitts. That is just not a matchup in any way whatsoever for Sione Takitaki. Um, so if you're talking here, you know, and you know, you're nickel and your dime, you know, look, the nickel, Brown's have uh, primarily been playing three corners. So you're talking about maybe what you're going to do here, uh, you know, as far as the dime situation. So, you know, you're going to have your four defensive linemen. Uh, Jacob Phillips most likely going to be on the field. So you're going to have your six defensive backs, or you're going to play a second linebacker. So it comes down to Tony Fields, or it comes down to Ronnie Harrison. Ronnie Harrison, there's been times where Ronnie Harrison was good for this team. The thing with Ronnie Harrison is, He is a better player within the box and around the line of scrimmage than he is when he's got to turn his back, track the ball, worry about the guy he's guarding. It's never been a strength of his game. Um, But this is one where you have a guy like uh, Corderell Patterson, who is a pain in the neck out of the backfield. Uh, Certainly not a matchup for any linebacker in coverage in that respect. Um, And again, Kyle Pitts, this is a difficult matchup. And the other thing is, how do you look at a guy like Tony Fields and kind of put him in these scenarios. If he's you know, not been doing enough where you can find him regular playing time, you're going to put him into a really, really difficult matchup. So do you throw Ronnie Harrison out there, who essentially is basically the same size as any Will linebacker in the NFL at 6'3", 220? Uh, he's got the range. Um, we certainly have had the times where Ronnie Harrison has succeeded for this team. He is a guy that probably could be in the fold here for some playing time this week. Another guy to watch, linebacker number 51, Jordan Kumazag. He was the late addition in the summer, um, you know, sped up, the, you know, the the depth chart as far as, you know, the guys who did team. Uh, he plays all the special teams. Uh, he was on the field for the last snap of the game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think this is a guy the Browns are, you know, Starting to like, and it's interesting. Jordan Kumasak came over from the Carolina Panthers. Browns yesterday added to the practice squad. Jermaine Carter, Junior, uh, linebacker, former Carolina Panther, formerly at University of Maryland, has over 180 career tackles. Uh, so there could be a possibility here for Carter if you end up without J- JOK. Because if JOK doesn't play, Browns have four linebackers. Four. So guess what? That our Ronnie Harrison scenario, or Richard the Count, somebody's going to have to step up because it's just not enough linebackers. Um, which means if you're going to use Jordan Kumazak, he might have to come off the special teams, where maybe you throw in a player like Jermaine Carter. We'll see the way it works out. Um, you know, these for the Browns, the good thing here is, you know, for JOK, for Jadavian, for Miles, these aren't long-term injuries. You're not talking rest of the season. Maybe you're talking about manufacturing a week. Uh, so we'll see how that all plays out. But you know, Joe Woods. Um, you know, one thing he's always talked about, as Garrett said, is you know loving to play. You know, three safeties. The question was always finding the right three safeties. This could be a case this week where none of it's gonna matter. <laughs> You're gonna have to play.
0: Yeah, it, it's time to break out your tricks. <laughs> it's time. To, hey, you can't save no more, Joe. Hey, you know you we need, and that's the great thing about. You know, I don't know why it is, Jeff, but it, it's it just makes the season more interesting, right? I'm looking at every single game for the Cleveland Browns. It's something new. Like you know, before where you know at other points in time when you knew you didn't have any talent, this would have been devastating. You'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I can't afford to watch these Browns this week. They're gonna get they're gonna get bombed on." But this with this roster, you got a bunch of guys that don't seem like um, you know they fit. Like Jacoby Reset's playing better than you thought. The defensive guys are out now. You're looking at other guys to step up. And that's the part about football that I, I love. It's the strategy. It's the X's and O's. It's, it's the chess moves that the coaches and teams make. And so it just, it just makes this season more enjoyable. And, and thus far, it's been one of the more enjoyable seasons, even though they had, had adversity. I, I agree. And look, you know, every game, every
1: game week is a chapter. I mean, you know, every season is a book. I mean, you know, Miles Garrett and everything we went through on Monday, that's a chapter within that book as well. But you've got to be creative. You've got to be willing to adapt. You know, the Browns are not one of these upper echelon teams in the NFL where they can just do the same thing week in, week out, and say, go ahead, stop it. And, you know, oh, we'll adapt when you do stop it. You know, the Browns right now are you something that's being made, you know, essentially on the fly. Um, You know, and we've seen a lot of great progression offensively here over the last couple of weeks. you got to think that's going to improve. The defense this week is going to be tough, and I don't want to, you know, I mean, you talk. The, the amount of people that could be out of lineup and god forbid the pick up a couple of first downs and I'm gonna have to go through social media and people are you know putting for sale signs in Joe woods's yard again uh you know you just gotta understand and look it doesn't matter how you get there there's one only one goal oneject one objective each and every time you take the field walk out of there with a w if they ain't got to be pretty it ain't got to be ugly find the way to win the game advance to the next week we're gonna talk a little bit here about the offensive side of the ball here. Because, uh, you know, with the growth of Amari Cooper and David and Joker over the past couple of weeks, it's kind of left some other guys, you know, as far as, you know, statistical bystanders. We'll see if that can change here a little bit. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Locked On Browns. We appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns there first listen every day whether it's on your favorite podcast app or of course available now on youtube make sure you subscribe on youtube have the notifications on this way the content will drop as soon as you are ready to digest it it'll be there waiting for you and garrett's going to tell you about a little something y'all maybe should look out for come sunday uh jeff lloyd garrett bush your latest lockdown browns
0: you know we got some um, cool stuff coming up on sunday um, you know, the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, uh, you know, two minute warning, we will obviously have that ready as soon as the game concludes in Atlanta um with the Browns and the Falcons, but pre pre-game, you already know what it is. I'll be on pre-game. You can find me on 923 The Fan. I'll be on the pre-game show <coughs> 9 to 1, and then as soon as I get done with that, we are going to have the Ultimate Cleveland Show virtual watch party. Now, that's going to be a, a really cool thing. I just retweeted it out. I'll tweet at Locked on brown so you'll have it. You can get free tickets to this thing. And basically, this is a virtual watch party. It'll be me, uh, Tyvis Powell, former Ohio State Buckeye, uh, a Leroy uh, Horde, DeCoyle Jackson will be there. Also, Falcons guys, man. We got John Abraham. We got Andre Rising, It'll be uh, also joining that group. So we got a lot of different pros from Cleveland and Atlanta that are gonna be in this watch party and we can have you join with us. It's gonna be fun, it's on the app called Hangout and I'm gonna go ahead and tweet that out. Make sure you get your free tickets. Just click the link in the uh, in the description. You'll be able to sign up and get those free tickets. You'll be able to kick back, hang out with us the first half of the game, turn it into analysis and do it face-to-face in a virtual setting.
1: So offensive side of the ball here, Garrett, and it's great to see what Amari Cooper has done. It's great to see what David Njoku has done here. Um, But the issue has been you've got one reception from Donovan Peoples-Jones over the last two games. You've got one reception from Anthony Schwartz over the last two games. You've got two short receptions for David Bell over the last two games. Harrison Bryant, some contributions, not enough. You need to see now, and with the success of Cooper and Njoku – a number one, Jacoby Brissett's life should probably get a little bit easier because, you know, the focus of this is certainly going to be on those two ridiculous, ridiculous talents he's got in the Joker and Cooper. But, you know, you cannot sustain – a passing game the way the Browns had over the last two weeks by just, you know, basically focusing on two guys. Defenses are going to be better that they play. Defenses are going to commit to taking some players away and some things that they can do away. We can we need to see, hopefully, here, some involvement of the young receivers of Harrison Bryant and Joe, Kobe Brissett basically trying to, you know, feed the whole family here.
0: Yeah, um, one of the things that, you, you know, happens – is, is generally speaking, when you got a backup quarterback or any quarterback in general, they develop some sort of rapport with a, with a couple of guys who they like to get the ball to. Um, most most times, you know, the, the term "security blanket" became popular in, in, in sports because tight ends are looked at as the the um, you know the dump off valve. Anything happens, I could just hit my tight end underneath, throw a quick little pass. So David and Joku by default is a guy who's going to get a lot of touches and targets um, if if you have a quarterback that's comfortable with him. Number one receiver, Amari Cooper. He's a guy um, who has been catching the football, number one receiver, and know he's going to get the football. So what you want to do is you want to have a situation where you might not have Donovan Peoples-Jones every game as a secondary outlet. You might not have Anthony Schwartz or David Bell as a second op- uh, option every single week. What you will have, though, is you would like to see one of those along with Cooper and along with Njoku getting some of those touches because that means you're keeping the defense honest. That means you, you, you they can't double anybody, and that means they can't just specifically key on one set of people. So even if, if they don't have four receivers over 100 yards, you would just like to see one of the others. You're already always depending on the other to step up and to catch a few footballs so that you can be a a little bit more balanced. Yeah.
1: And and that's the key here. And the other thing is, is with young guys, man got to keep them engaged. You know, it's okay for a veteran like Amari Cooper to have a week where it just wasn't working his way and you went the other route. But You know, look, Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, confidence is still a thing. Uh, Anthony Schwartz, certainly. David Bell, like all these guys still cutting their teeth in the NFL. It's key for them to have some role in this because the thing is, is if you're not doing the part that you, you know, truly is the meat of the position, which is making plays as far as receiving the ball, you worry about where their heads are at as far as doing the intangibles of the position. Blocking making sure they're running their routes, even though essentially they might be a decoy. Um, You've got to stay on with that. But I think there's going to be an opportunity here this week for things to open up a little bit for the other guys here. Because, you know, with Amari Cooper, with 18 receptions the last two games, uh, you know, uh, David Njoku nine receptions last week, obviously a focal point, you know, over the, between the hash marks, and you know the th- things he's been able to do. Um, and with that, you know, once you start focusing, you know, on the Njoku between the hash marks, it certainly is you know the opportunity to get running backs out outside the hash marks. Um, but you want to get to a more balanced approach here with this because you know it's great to have all the success with Amari Cooper, but eventually defense coordinators are going to run two, they're going to run three, do everything they can to take it away, and you know, when you have to go to these other guys. You can't just say, oh, well, you know, we're going to throw David Bell six balls this week, you know, even though we've thrown him, you know, two in a month, essentially.
0: Yeah, that, that's, you know, that that's one of the things that you want to eliminate. You want to get everybody comfortable because, you know, like I know, it, Jeff, if you want to, if we want to get to where we want to go, we're going to need the, these young guys to step up. We're going to need the people to be careful or, 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 or we need people to be contributors, uh, especially in crunch time. So once you get to to the end of the season where you're playing Miami at Miami, playing Buffalo at Buffalo, you're going to need these guys to come up with a big time third down catch, come up with maybe a 50-50 ball in the end zone, maybe be able to break a tackle and go to the house. You, You need those guys to be able to do that for you. But to do that, you need to have them be a part of the system. You need to have them be comfortable and to know that you have confidence in them making plays. It's it's what it's about. I mean, look, you want
1: balance and you want everybody involved because, you know, I mean, as far as, you know, the, this escalating and wanting for the overall improvement of this offense and where nobody's giving it a hard time for what it's done to this point, I think we're all kind of blown away. By how well this offense has played the last couple of weeks. Um, but now it's, you know, can it, you pick it up a notch? And picking it up a notch is, is getting some other guys involved. Um, so, certainly some things to watch for here. You know, we, we'll monitor for the next couple of days the way it works after the defensive ends. We'll monitor the way it's working after the linebacker room here in the next couple of days. But I'm also going to tell you, I think, you know, this Browns offense should be able to do enough to overcome, you know, whatever shortcomings or guys who are unavailable to them on the defensive side of the ball on Sunday. Um, just a couple things here. Uh, you know, all the folks, you know, I know a lot of Browns fans down in Florida, obviously everybody be safe. You know, uh, we're all thinking about you. It's just, you know, look, when you're against the weather and and it's an opponent that you can't do anything about, uh, you know, just crazy, crazy stuff. I think I just saw something 12 to 18 feet, you know, water surge. I mean, you're talking about the amount of water can take out an entire stinking neighborhood. So, you know, God bless you all. We're all thinking of you. You all stay safe. Um, I um going further here this week obviously we're going to get to a crossover episode with Aaron Freeman. Um I'm not sure how any of this af- could possibly affect the game Sunday, but keep in mind, you know, cuz I know the Mets are in Atlanta this week uh for a big big series between those two teams. Granted, uh you know where the Falcons play there's a dome, but you know, we'll see. I mean, you know there could be an issue, a slight issue. Well, you know, so it is something to monitor as far as, you know, the weather that is coming towards Florida and then eventually headed towards georgia as well um so you know all that just stuff to you know keep your eyes on and you know keep in mind and you know at the end of the day look you know Fans are fans, and we can all bust these other's chops, but you know, safety is safety, and he just wants the best for everybody involved. He's Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday. It's on YouTube. The Barbershop, 92.3, the fan, uh, Saturday mornings. Garrett's always out there chopping it up. Always a you know, great time talking with Garrett. He's got, we've got great guests on there. Very, very excited fan bases that are geared up early on a Saturday morning to get some takes out there with Garrett, so make sure you check that out. Um, your pregame, postgame show for Ohio State, the Cleveland Browns, the two-minute his show uh we'll fire it up you know Sunday afternoon. Uh make sure if you are looking for something a little different. I mean, you tell me you got Andre rising in there, you got John Abraham in there. You know, a bunch of other great personalities. Um something to check out, you know, for Sunday. You know, if you're always looking for something different, you know, with how you you know view your football or something different. You know, go ahead and check that out because uh you know, I'm not a big Tiki bar guy so I'm not really too excited about Tiki Barber on the call Sunday <laughs> myself. So so I will definitely be tuning into that on Sunday. Um So, you know, uh, and make sure you're following at GBush91, myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show at Lockdown Browns, follow back account, DMs are open. Make sure you're checking all that out. Uh, We just continue to give you guys and try to give you guys the best content we can each and every day. Uh, You know, the show has been doing very well. I know we're getting a lot of new listeners here and we appreciate that. If you haven't yet, make sure you hit the subscribe button, whether it's in podcast or on YouTube on YouTube make sure you have the notifications on so whenever content drops you've got it to digest um uh, we're just going to continue to try and crush it for you guys every day you know like we do all that being said this has been your daily delivery of all things dog pound LGB on the LOB let's go browns